first time and repeat listeners, this is your CDO to Rainmaker host, Gene Valdez. I hope you all had a good week. You know, you may have a great young business, but if only a few people know about you, your outlook for long-term sustainability is not looking too good. In today's competitive marketplace, written words reign supreme. The fashionable term for words today is content. For those of you who missed it, I previously published a fireside chat episode entitled Brand Branding. To summarize that episode, I referred to a branding plan that has three components to it. Number one, creating the right brand. Number two, effective brand marketing. Number three, effective brand management. My expert guest today, Joan Stafford, is indeed an expert in brand marketing. Brand marketing can enhance an already good brand and help your business grow. If your business is already growing, it can help your business grow even more. Joan will share her wisdom on how all of you can accomplish this. But before I bring Joan on, please allow me to provide you a brief bio. Joan is the owner of Jazzy Pen Media Communications, a social media firm she started 15 years ago. She has advised over 100 different clients in a variety of industries. She provides numerous services, including but not limited to content marketing, brand marketing, email marketing, digital marketing, and general marketing consulting. Joan is also a much sought-after public speaker in her space. Joan graduated from San Jose State University with a BA in Journalism and Communications. And I really like Joan because she laughs a lot, and particularly, she laughs at all my stupid jokes. Hi, Joan. What's up with you, young lady? Hey there, Jean. I am enjoying life right now. I'm excited to be on your podcast. Well, you know, I checked out your bio, Joan. You've been a busy young lady the last 25 years. Is this all true on your bio? I would not make it up. You know, I write bios (laughs) for a living. And one of the things I tell my clients is, do not lie. (laughs) Oh, I get it. I was just trying to be a jokester there. What's the secret to your success, Joan? 25 years in the business. I would say is keep going, right? There's been so many times as an entrepreneur, as you very well know, Gene, that you will have good days and bad days. There are times where you start doubting yourself, questioning, what am I doing? Am I crazy? But at the end of the day, you keep your why in mind, you keep focused on what you want to accomplish, and you just keep going. Keep going. I I think that's my biggest piece of advice to to, um, budding entrepreneurs is just keep going. Right. Even if you have to change your shift directions, keep going. I like that. I uh, the term I used to use is a grinder. You know, he or she's a grinder. She just grinds it out every day. So so let's hit you with the bombshell. What the heck is content marketing? (laughs) The bombshell Um, content marketing. Well, I can give you the actual definition from the Content Marketing Institute. So let's start there because I think that's a Content Marketing Institute. Yes, there is. (laughs) Oh my God. So you guys call that the CMI? Yes. Oh, wow. (laughs) 
<laughs> All right. So you're going to give me the real definition, the definition, and then the, yes. the street smart. How's that? Right, right, right. So the 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 real definition is that it is a marketing um, technique or approach that focuses in on creating and distributing valuable, relevant, and consistent content with the goal of attracting and retaining a clearly defined audience and ultimately driving profitable customer action. So uh, okay. <laughs> that's that's like the the long version. For me, I say it's really putting out information that people are looking for. Because as you know, in this day and age, it's all about Google. People are looking for information. And if you're not creating content that your prospects are looking for, guess what? Your competitors are, right? So you want to be on the forefront of presenting that information that is going to be helpful to them, that they are going to perceive as valuable. And a lot of people think, okay, it has to be all educational driven. And that's not the case. You can have edutainment (laughs) where you're educating and it's entertainment included in that, or you can have a funny meme, you know, if it's relevant to your brand. And that's another important part, right? Is that with content marketing, I believe that you always want to keep your brand in mind and be elevating and building your brand. You said one thing and my brain fixated on it. Put out content (laughs) that you think your prospects are looking for. What if you don't know what they're looking for? Well, here's the thing. When you, you have your audience in mind, you know who you're targeting. So it's a matter of doing some social listening right? You are on social media platforms that you know your audience is on and you're listening. You're looking at comments. You are digesting that information, right? You're even checking out competitors' feeds and what are people saying on those? What questions are they coming up with, right? And you want to take those questions and be answering those questions, right? Even if it's an alternative view, you know, something that's different. And that's even better because if you're a little bit polarizing, that's attractive because people are thinking, whoa, <laughs> okay, I'm going to, I'm going to listen in a little bit more. That that makes it a little bit more interesting. That adds some spice, right? Okay. Okay. I get it. But okay. how do you, how do you build a brand with content? Great question. You, first of all, you already have a brand. Oh, and a lot of people don't realize that, right? They think, oh, I've got to create a brand. Well, you already have a brand, right? Jeff Bezos of um, Amazon fame, right, is quoted as saying that your brand is what people say about you when you're not in the room. So if we think about that for a moment, it's all about the impression that we're giving to others about ourselves, what it is that we do and what we bring to the table in our industry, right? In terms of our expertise. So with that being said, (laughs) how to really build your brand with content involves creating content that's going to position you as a knowledgeable expert in your field, 
right? You want it to be so that people come to you (laughs) when they want to know information about your field or your genius zone or your expertise. Okay. You want to be the go-to person. And so you have to be creating relevant content that is in alignment with that so that people will come to you. So if you're the lone guy, as an example, you need to be creating content information about loans. You're putting out blog posts that say, you know, three things that you need to do to prepare to be loan ready. As an example, I don't know, I'm just making that up off the top of my head, but you get the idea. As my listeners out there, business owners, what if they're not good writers? What content can they create? How do they do it? We're creating content right now on this podcast. Podcasts are an excellent example of creating content. We're not writing anything down, right? This is an audio piece of content that's going to be out there online. And it's positioning me as an expert in my field. It's positioning you as an expert in your field. It's a win-win. So this is a great example. Um, Another way to create content if you're not a good writer and still in that audio vein, there is something called Clubhouse out there. What's it called? Clubhouse. Clubhouse. Okay. All right. That's a new one on me. (laughs) And that's... An audio, that's a, that's a place where you can be building your brand, showcasing your expertise with audio. And then finally, video. It's all the rage right now, right? There's video everywhere. At one point, we used to shy away from videos. And if they would come up on our screen, we'd be scrambling to try to, you know, turn off the, the sound and all of that good stuff. No more. I feel like we have gone video crazy and in a good way, right? But that's an excellent way in which to create content that is not dependent on your writing skills per se. So, okay. So, video. So, you can create content without having to actually even write. So exactly. I mean, you know, you, you still need to write a little bit, maybe kind of create some outlines and things like that, but you don't have to be an excellent writer or, or have okay. having gotten A's all through English classes in the past. <laughs> all right. Now, okay, let me so let me shift gears on you, um, Miss Stanford. So right. what should small business owners do to build their personal brands? And in your opinion, is their personal brand different than the business brand? Or is it one and the same? It is different. So the personal brand is all about the individual, the person, right? So oftentimes with with business owners or entrepreneurs, it's that person behind the business. Um, Case in point, uh, let's talk about Elon Musk as an example. There's the man, Elon Musk, and he definitely has a brand associated with him. And then there's his businesses <laughs> and business ventures, right? Okay. Okay. Um, so they're they're separate. They're they're different, but they can be one and the same depending on whom you are and the business that you're in. So if you are 
a life coach, let's say, your personal brand can be definitely much aligned and parallel and the same as your business brand. But building your personal brand, I believe, is of the utmost importance in modern marketing right now because we are so driven and attracted to people, right? So there's all of this influencer marketing going on. We've got, you know, 12-year-olds on TikTok and YouTube who people are just clamoring to get to. And that's because it's the person. And we are attracted to that person. I often say that for a while there, we were all about the why, but now we're about the who. We want to know about the people, right? Okay. All right. All right. I get it. It's important. And so now you've got to really focus in on, on telling stories about that person. You know, I also use the example of like a shark tank as an example. So when you've got these entrepreneurs on there and they are trying to get investments into their company, the sharks are often really attracted to the stories of these entrepreneurs. And often that's that's a big part of them deciding to, yeah, okay, I'll go ahead and give you, you know, $250,000 for X amount of equity or whatever the case may be, because they are attracted to that individual story. And okay. that story is the basis of their personal brand. So the processes to uh, create the personal brand and the business brand are essentially the same. Right. Well, think about it like with social media. Let's let's use that as an example. If you are on LinkedIn, which is one of my favorite platforms, especially for building your brand, If you're on LinkedIn, you have a personal profile and you have a business page. And those are two separate entities and you can consider them to be two separate brands. (laughs) Yet the focus is really going to be your personal profile. This is your voice and you can share some of the same posts on your personal profile onto your business page, right? But at the end of the day, people do business with people and they are attracted to personal brands. So it's important, I feel, to focus in on that. What are the most common mistakes do small business people commit in their pursuit of using social media to build a brand? What are some common things that you should not be doing? Number one is avoiding it. (laughs) Okay, fair answer. And I say that because I I even have clients who tell me, Joan, I know I should be on social media, but I just, I can't, I don't want to, I, I just don't have that kind of time. There's all of these different reasons and excuses as to why they don't want to invest the, the time to be on social media. But that is probably one of the biggest mistakes is not taking the time and For me, I always tell clients, you know, if time is an issue, focus in on the one platform that your prospects are on and work that platform. (laughs) Don't worry about all the rest, but focus on that one platform. So that's mistake number one, I would say. Mistake number two would probably be posting 
and not engaging. That means that you're just throwing posts out there just to say, hey, I posted on Facebook today. I put a picture up on Instagram. Hey, I did my stories today. You know, and, and then you go about your day like, hey, feeling good about yourself, right? But did you engage with anybody's posts? Did you react? Did you have any type of conversation on the platform with anyone else? And okay. if the answer is no, that's a huge mistake, right? Gotcha. You need to be showing up and engaging. And this is another way in which to showcase your expertise, also building your brand, right? So right. it's not just a matter of putting out content, but you've got to be engaging with the content of others on social media. And I think that's a huge mistake as well. Good information. So. Would you mind, Joan, sharing a few client success stories like where they were before they met you? You come in, you do your analysis and say, I recommend if I understand your goals correctly, Mr. and Mr. Business Owner, this is what I'm going to do. And then what happened? <laughs> um, success stories, success stories. Um, the clients come to me with all different types of goals. So that's what I start with first is, is what is their goal? What do they want to achieve? And then of course, we're working our way backward in order to achieve that goal. One of my clients that I'm thinking of is a real estate agent and wanted to really become the go-to person in her area, <laughs> particular city. And, and she wanted to really come across as that resource that everybody knows, but she didn't have a presence. She didn't have anything really out there on social media. She didn't even have a website. She was reliant upon the um, real estate company's website, which kind of didn't really do her justice per se. So we developed a plan in which it's like, okay, let's create, let's make sure that you have your own website let's make sure that you have a bio. With her bio, I really thought it was important to showcase that she is very familiar with that particular area, et cetera. We were able to dive in deep because at one point she said, there's no wow factor here. That's terminology that I use. What's your wow factor? You know, I want to get into and figure out what that is. And she said, there's nothing. And upon further digging, we discovered that, you know, she has an appraisal um, certificate or she's able to do appraisals. And that's a little unusual for real estate agents. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, there it is, you know? Um, so we brought some of those things out, really showcase that. And she was able to really position herself, kind of give her brand an up level with some cartoons and different things that we <laughs> were able to put together. And she was excited about that and was able to really um, leverage it and start using it and attracting the clients that she wanted in that particular area. That's a great story. Before I let you go, if you were the professor in a class and someone attended it, it's on content marketing, what one thing, just one thing, it's a very vast subject, but just one thing that you'd like to impress upon them. I think one of the, the questions that I get quite a bit is, is what if you just 
run out of ideas. Like what, <laughs> after a while you've created so much content and then it's like your brain is fried and you don't know what else to create. And my answer response to that is, um, there's several things that you can do. One is what's called newsjacking. And that's basically looking at different news stories and seeing if there's a way in which to speak on it, incorporate it into your business or um, expertise, and be able to use that as content for your business. And of course, because it's currently trending, it's going to do wonders for you as a personal brand because you're speaking on it. It's a trending topic. People are searching on it and you would likely come up in those searches if you're delivering great information. So that's one thing. The other is answering frequently asked questions. You know, oftentimes as, as experts in our field, we're getting questions on the daily basis, right? So what are some of those questions and answer them? in the form of content. <laughs> One last thing is check the different books out there that have been written in your field or area of expertise. And oftentimes you'll see that on Amazon or other sites, reviewers you know, will say, oh, this is a great book, except that they didn't explain A, B, or C, or you know, something along those lines. Well, that explaining A, B, or C, that's a great opportunity for you to create content on that. Oh, that is awesome. That is awesome. Well, Joan, thanks so much for taking time out of your busy schedule. I always like you a lot because you're the one person that laughs at my jokes. And I don't know <laughs> if you if I'm you think I'm that funny or maybe you're just trying to be my best friend. I don't know, but I love your smile and your sense of humor. <laughs> Um, so if my listeners wanted to get a hold of you for anything, any questions or any more detail, what's the best way to get a hold of you? Hmm. Well, I'm on all social media platforms at Jazzy Pen, J-A-Z-Z-Y-P-E-N. My website, jazzypen.com. Sometimes I'm available by phone, but the office line is 909-484-7933. Uh, but definitely by my website and I have... Um, online chat so I'm, I'm able to communicate with visitors that way so would love for people to check me out there listeners I hope you enjoyed this week's show if you did let me know I would now like to bring on once again my multi-talented production manager Pablo Romero who will provide some important information on how all of you can help us expand the size of our Rainmakers Club, if you will. As a true Renaissance man, Pablo will also share his knowledge on how to make the perfect po' boy sandwich, Norm style. He should know he's eaten plenty of them. This is Gene Valdez sounding off. See you next week. All right, Ritz. I just have the usual for you. Feel free to follow us on all social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and of course, LinkedIn. Subscribe to the podcast wherever you're getting your podcasts. Leave us a rating and a five-star review. Really helps us out in a huge way. As far as the po'boy thing goes, it's all about the bread. Leidenheimer's bread. If it's not on Leidenheimer's, it's not a real po'boy. And no, they're not paying me. I'm just a kid from the greater New Orleans area who's eaten enough po'boys. 
Till next time, this is Pablo Romero for Gene Valdez. See ya.